5: Even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life.
6: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
5: Morning, everybody. It's
0: DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: Hey, good morning. Where's your headphones, Envy? Can you hear
0: me? I can hear you. But somebody's pissed off at us. What happened? Now, uh, during the first rumor report, we were talking about, I think, versus mm-hmm. Mario versus Omarion. And I was like, damn, I don't know Mario. I don't know 10 Mario songs.
1: She listed them for you.
0: And somebody said, uh, and don't get it don't get it twisted. I love Mario as an artist. I just don't think I know 10 songs. She says, I am disgusted with DJ Envy and Angela Yee for saying they don't know 10 of Mario songs. Like, what the F?
1: I think his name is Mario.
0: Mario, uh, yeah, I'm saying his name wrong, my bad. First uh, first off, Just a Friend and Let Me Love You are two different songs. So let's start there.
1: I listed them as two different songs. But
0: then he got hits like Braid My Hair, How Could You, Break Up. How I do did I did say, look, like, and I
1: did say Break Up after we got I was like, oh, and that was my song too. Break Up. That was uh, him and Sean Garrett, right?
0: Mm-hmm. But that mm-hmm. was. But even with those, that's only six.
1: She she continued on after that.
0: Oh, she it's a oh, part two. To this her, part to two. Yeah. Oh, let me go to the part two then.
1: I just you know what every time there's a Versus, and that's what I like about Versus, oh, You forget two. about all the songs that somebody has until you go look them up because I always before oh. verses do an Apple playlist.
0: Oh, here's more. Here's more. I got the part two. Oh. Crying out for me, mm-hmm. laying my that. bed. Why music for love? Thinking about you. Don't even play with Mario like that. I
1: know that's right, girl. And y'all on the
0: radio as music people? Tuh.
1: And listen, I don't be remembering the names the of songs, but what's great about verses is it does make you be like, oh, I forgot they had that song, that song, that song, that song. Because sometimes off the top of your head, you can't just name yeah, ten songs.
0: that's from Chocolate Goddess. Yeah, but I I mean, I, I want to see it. I'm, I would love to see it. I can't wait for it to happen. That's it what I was saying. didn't Gosh. feel like it. I didn't know I was...
1: Okay. You know, well, like anyway, that. let's move on like Diddy did and do rumors. All
0: right. Let's get to rumors <laughs> now. Let's you. go. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Rumor Report. Rumor Report. Yeah. This is the Rumor Report
0: Talk to
1: with
3: Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
1: And to be clear, that was Envy stalling until he got his headphones.
3: Yeah, I had to put my headphones
0: on.
5: All
1: right, Alex Fine, that's Cassie's husband. People are saying that he is throwing shade at Diddy on social media. This is all after Diddy put out this song and even said in his interview with Carisha on Carisha, please. Uh, you know, he had to move on and get over Cassie. And here's the song, move, Gotta Move On.
2: Jealous of me, I'm salty, I need it. My wounds keep bleeding, you found a new man. So I gotta move on.
1: Everybody thought he was talking about Cassie in that song, and it feels like maybe Cassie's husband thought so, too. Mm-hmm. He posted, Happy Pride to all my LGBTQ plus friends. Attached is a charity that helps people who are in the closet. And, and then he put, Gotta Move On in capital letters, along with other resources. And so he did also delete that post as well.
0: So he did a, a pride post and took a shot of Diddy on the pride post?
1: That's what it feels like.
0: Is he trying to say Diddy's not in the closet? Oh, gotta move on. I'm confused. <laughs> Why? Well, let's move on. Let's move on. All
1: right, T.I. is calling out VH1, and he said that they just did not have his back when they canceled his reality series, The Family Hustle. He went on Instagram, and he posted, at VH1, 13 years, no loyalty, no integrity, just jumped to conclusions, false accusations, no apology, no no accountability, no closure. In the name of protecting women while unfairly, without due process, subsequently punishing women, no problem. And so... I mean, the show got canceled. There were allegations against T.I. He is saying that those allegations were just not true, and he did not feel like he got any accountability.
0: Yeah, I never understood that. If somebody's not found guilty, if they're not prosecuted, I don't understand how shows just pull from people. Because, I mean, anybody can make up an allegation, right? Allegations can be fake. They can be just a campaign to shut somebody down. But now he loses his show. His his name is, is smeared all over the place. And... He still hasn't been prosecuted or nothing, right? Charges haven't been brought up or anything.
1: Yeah, I haven't heard about him getting prosecuted for anything. Makes no sense. All right, now, Monique, the headline is that she apologized to D.O. Hughley, but let's be clear, she did not apologize to him. She apologized to his family while performing at the Duke Energy Center Performing Arts in Raleigh, North Carolina. Here's what she had to say on
2: stage. i like consider myself a woman of honor, so I've got to do something right now publicly that I... Okay.
1: So she apologized to his family, but when it came to DL, she said that she meant every MFing thing.
0: I respect that. I mean, sometimes when you go in at somebody or you get emotional, sometimes you take a shot, uh, you know, family members or people around you get that shot and she realized it and, and apologized. I've done it before, so. I get it. I, <laughs> You're in the same boat. I, I absolutely understand what when she did. When did you did.
1: take shots at someone's family?
0: Not a shot at somebody's family. Oh, when okay. I, when I was taking shots at Kanye, I took a shot at people around Kanye at the time, but... They would just, I had to apologize to them because I didn't mean it. I was just mad at Kanye for what he did to somebody that I know. But it happens like that. But I think she's a big person for apologizing for that.
1: All right, now Chris Brown is talking about these Michael Jackson comparisons that he's been getting. If you guys recall, there was a whole conversation about Chris Brown being better than Michael Jackson. Right? Was it more. What did they say? More talented?
0: More talented than Michael Jackson. Better than Correct. Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm.
1: And so here's what he had to say when he was on Big Boy.
3: And you've always given it to Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. But now you're getting people
5: where they say, man, Chris is better than. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's cap. How do you
3: take that?
2: That's cap. <laughs> I'm glad
5: you said that. But but how do you take that? You just say, like. I mean,
0: I stayed the hell up out of it. I, you right, know, not right, give right. Like, I kind of back off it. Like, my personal take on it is, like, I wouldn't even. Be breathing or even being able to sing a song if that man didn't exist. Right. So um, I don't know if they look at it as the Jordan Kobe thing, but I don't. I can't even look at it. He's light years away. Like you, you get know what I'm saying. Like
7: mm-hmm. it, it, there is no competing with him.
0: Now Chris Brown is probably one of the most talented people in this generation, but I I can't put him on the same level as Michael Jackson. Some of the things that Michael Jackson was able to do, he created his own style. Created his. He created. He created dances. Like he created the moonwalk where people have followed him. He've, he's done phenomenal things with videos and he's had uh, hundreds of thousands of people at concerts and people passing out and fainting and waiting at airports for days to see him. It's a lot different but don't get it twisted Chris Brown is is one of the best out there
1: yeah he's super talented but like Mm -hmm. you said it's a generational gap and he has like a shrine to Michael Jackson Mm -hmm. and looked up to him so it's hard to say I'm better than this person I looked up to when that person inspires you and it's a different day and age but just like you you said it's it's like a Kobe
0: Michael Mm -hmm. Jordan thing but yeah I, I think Michael Jackson is the goat when it comes to that thing but I think Chris Brown is definitely second when it comes to it as well
1: he also probably doesn't like it like don't compare me to Michael Jackson.
0: I think that's a great comparison.
1: I I mean, yeah, but I'm I'm sure he's like, I admire this person so Mm -hmm. much. I don't even want you to try to compare me. I'm a whole different artist. Right. All right, well, that is your rumor report.
0: All All right. right. Now, Donkey Today is up next. Charlemagne is out. So if you want to give somebody Donkey Today, call us up right now. You want to
1: hear mine right now? Sure. All right, so listen, I went out of town. I had to go to D.C., and then I went to Atlanta, and then I went to Orlando. Mm-hmm. And I had forgot my pass, my ID at home. I switched bags, and I didn't have my ID in my wallet, right? Mm-hmm. So I asked Laura to, because she overnight me my license.
0: Laura's your friend? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And she was also at my house at the time. So she got my license, sent it like overnight priority so we'll get there first thing in the morning to my hotel in D.C. so I wouldn't have to fly and go places without it. You know how long ago that was? UPS still doesn't have my ID. They won't let you talk to a supervisor. I can't even find it. It was supposed to be overnight. They charged you all this money so you could get it. And now I have no license because they won't and they won't give any answers so
0: you still don't know what a package is
1: first they told me that it went on the wrong truck and went to the wrong place yeah I think somebody saw my name on it, opened it and tried to thought it was going to be money, but it was just the ID. But it's just missing now and they won't give any answers and they won't tell me what happened. But today. they have
0: tracking numbers. They should be able to I tra- have
1: the tracking and so right now it just keeps on saying pending investigation and every time you call they bump you around and talk to different people and I still can't get any answers and so they said just wait for some type of update but it's been like 2 weeks now.
0: 2 weeks? Yes. Wow. Come on, UPS. 800-585-1051. Who you want to give donkey of the day to? Call us up now. So you don't even have a person over there that you spoke to, huh?
1: We we talked to like 12 different people, and nobody has any answers.
0: You got to start saying people's names. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your
5: mornings will never be the same.
1: Take control of a safer home with Kidda's new smoke and carbon monoxide alarm with smart features. A smart alarm that provides continuous 10 year detection of smoke and carbon monoxide and real time notifications through Kidda Home Safe and the Kid A app. Shop now exclusively.
7: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip.
3: I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something
7: from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
6: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
3: Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
2: Connecting changes everything. T. At
1: the Home Depot.
3: It's your time to nominate a donkey of your own. Remember now, that's it's how they choose. Call in now, 800 585 1051.
2: Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jackie.
0: Hey, Jackie, who you want to give Donkey today to?
2: I want to give donkey of the day to Kevin Gates. And the Uh reason be, I remember I heard Uh him on The Breakfast Club before, and you know, at that time he sounded all intelligent, and he would finesse words like God and this and that, and everybody was like, oh, Kevin Gates, Kevin Gates. But every time I see him on a platform, his mouth is reckless, and at the end of the day, there is no... I, I can't stand him at this point because he says anything and everything and if people make it so acceptable. Then he's never gonna shut up. And I'm not saying it's freedom of speech, yes. But at the end of the day, he's disrespectful and at some point somebody do need to check it. Check him.
0: Okay. Thank you, mama.
2: Uh-huh. Hello, who's this? Uh-huh. Hi, it's Keisha. Hey Keisha Brooklyn. Good morning. Brooklyn. Good morning.
0: Who you wanna give Donkey today to?
2: Uh, I love you guys, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give it to you two today. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right? I'm uh-huh. going to give Dunk Today to both Envy and uh, Yee because I'm on my way to work and I was listening to the Kevin Gates um, topic. And I don't understand why is everyone so appalled by hip-hop lyrics. This is how Jay-Z got on. I'm sure he understands and respects the craft. He's saying... If he would have said, "I just want to s Beyonce," would that have been better than him being descriptive? This is hip hop. I think it's more so people hurt because who it is. Mm-hmm. He's been doing this for years to Carmen or whoever else. Yeah, no, Jay so Z. Now was Jay- well, Jay Z girl, did so-
1: apologize for that Carmen lyric, and Jay Z and Nas had yeah, beef. Yeah, and disre- and it was a diss and it was a disrecord. They were going back yeah, and forth. Was, they had was, beef. It was, it was-
2: right they had beef and it was a disc record but I'm just saying like he's descriptive about everyone he mentioned multiple women in the thing it's because she's married now I mean this is hip hop hip hop never been logical
0: no I wouldn't say
2: that and she's you know, but I, I don't. It's entertainment. We're talking about Beyonce. We're not talking about Jill Scott. I love Beyonce. Yeah, do. But she's a, a she's she's an entertainer. She gyrates her, her vagina online. She huh. has a protege who's doing the same thing. These are guys. These are guys are visual. That's why when Kevin Gates mentioned it, he said, "I'm talking for the guys in jail. I'm talking for like this is little Kim ever. We know what they fantasize about. Yeah, so it's but, just like, oh Beyonce. Oh nope. that's that? Like, like I've you know, it's, never I heard. In terms of her, Go if ahead. you're doing it in terms of her being a wife, then maybe the entertainment shouldn't be so vulgar from her either. You don't hear them saying Jill Scott or you understand what I mean? Like, Yeah, but I've never, heard, I've never heard I've never Jay-Z be descriptive
0: about a married woman. I've, the only person was,
2: so was... just because he shouldn't, that, that another rapper shouldn't, this is hip hop. We're glorified by being...
1: I look, he can do whatever he wants and clearly he did, but that doesn't mean that everybody's going to like it.
2: Exactly or agree hip with hop. it. We know it. with anything with hip hop. We, me, you, and me, me as women, we've been disrespecting a hip hop since hip hop is for decades. After hip hop, Left the, the the golden era, we've been we've been disrespecting. Now with Beyonce and she's a wife, and we gotta. No nah, I, I, I just don't. It, it, it's hip-hop. it's hip hop. And it's I also tennis. think about and it is true because Blue
1: Ivy's gonna hear it's that, in that. she's in.
2: Calm as a mother. Whether it was beef or not, y'all talking about Blue Ivy, her, his, well,
1: Nas' daughter. Justin yeah, y- but y- I will say that Jay Z Jay apologized and he never did anything like and, that again. And, and he did and say he, he felt. gave a disclaimer, and he, he did say he felt. He
0: not let you talk. I know. Talk. I know. <laughs> yeah, I I, I was being disrespect- I wasn't
2: being disrespectful. I'm saying Beyonce is beautiful I'm and being descriptive. And about I, it. I, I, I will say, say at
1: the time when Jay Z did that, people had an issue with it and thought it was wrong. And a lot of he got a lot of backlash.
0: I will say this I've never heard Jay-Z be descriptive to anybody uh, married or any woman other than him and Nas going back and forth with beef and then he, re- he apologized for that So I told. and, and he got backlash people
1: were really upset like Kevin that Gates was and
0: Jay-Z don't have beef he just said whack. I respect you I think it's a little different but I respect no I don't respect your opinion I disagree
1: <laughs> you gotta I, respect her nah, opinion no I just disagree
0: hello who's this I couldn't even get a word out hey Shay hi this is Shay where you gonna give donkey to Shay
2: I wanna get donkey today to my cousin because my birthday weekend just passed and he was like, Oh girl, come out, everything's on me, we're gonna have a great time. He took me to this nice expensive restaurant, he took me to do karaoke, and I ended up paying for the whole bill.
0: Damn um, it, man.
2: I specifically told him I didn't want to spend any money. I'm sorry, mama. Uh, Yeah, so he needs to get donkey today. He needs to realize that I was never penny-pinching. I have a lot of trips this summer. Okay. A lot of things going on. Let's get this hot girl summer going, girl. You got him. Hot girl summer, yeah. It's a lot of trips going on. So my birthday wasn't really a big thing for me, you know? Like, it's flights on flights on flights. And... He really just
1: took away from me and my kids. Don't worry, I'm going to get it back. But it wasn't fair, especially to me on my birthday.
0: All right. Sorry don't be ruining that, her lady. birthday. He gets donkey of the day. All right. Donkey of the day, 800-585-1051. is out. So we open up the phone lines and let you do it. And also, you, I love our listeners, man. When you say something wrong or something that they don't agree with, they're going to hit you. I thought Michael Jackson created the moonwalk. <laughs> Obviously, I was wrong. They didn't text me and, and hit me on, on social media. Shalimar, uh, Shalimar uh, Jeffrey Daniels actually created the moonwalk. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Did you know that?
1: I did not know Michael Jackson didn't invent it because they've always said that.
0: So why are you just let me say that?
1: I wasn't. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even hear you say that.
0: You don't be listening. All right. Well, let's open up the phone line. Let's <laughs> let's, let's pivot a little out. bit. What are we talking about?
1: Um. So basketball-wise, I was able to catch up on Basketball Wives over the weekend. And DJ Duffy is on there with her fiance. And he's a basketball agent. He wanted her, well, he wants her to quit working. She's French Montana's DJ also. Mm -hmm. And so the main thing between them is they have a baby Mm -hmm. and he wants her to give 100% to the baby and taking care of that. And so we're going to discuss that. Okay. Because I know you had a similar situation with Gia. She was working, holding it down for you. Mm -hmm. And then you wanted her to really not have to do that
0: anymore. Correct. And
1: I'm sure for her it was a difficult decision to make.
0: So what's the question?
1: So the question is, if your significant other told you, I don't want you to work anymore, I want you to hold it down at home, uh, would you be wanting to do that? I see a lot of people are resigning right now. They're calling it the great resignation. Or do you feel like, nah, I'm not, you know, sacrificing my job to take care of the baby and take care of home? What do you think you would do?
0: All right. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
3: The Breakfast
7: Club.
5: Call 800 585
6: 1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it.
2: Morning
0: everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now if you just join us, uh, we're talking about uh something that ye seen on basketball wives.
1: Yes, DJ Duffy and her fiance, Iman, he's a basketball agent. He's a DJ for French Montana. She just had a baby. She sacrificed going on the road and everything because, you know, she was thinking that she was going to hold it down at home and that's what he wanted her to do. Here's what happened.
6: You got to sit down and think about that, you know? I mean, your family always going to be there. We support you, but you got to think about what you want to do. I mean, I want you to be home.
2: During COVID, me and Iman, we had some talks about me, maybe not DJing anymore. And I thought I was ready for that. But after sitting in the house for so long, I'm ready to get back out there. I miss the crowd. I miss the beats. I mean, Iman doesn't even turn up when I walk in the house saying, DJ Duffy in the house. He just looks at me like.
6: Just, just think about it, you know, have a game plan.
0: Alright, so what is the question, Ye?
1: So, would you sacrifice your career to stay at home? Or do you feel like that's the, you know, for you personally, what decision would you make?
0: Um, I mean, uh, Gia and I was in that situation. Um, she had, a, she had a job and a career and things that she was inspiring to do as a, a businesswoman and entrepreneur. And at the time, we had Madison. Uh, I was also doing pretty okay and... You know, we made the decision that, that she would stay home. Now, the reason I wanted to make that decision is because I think we all know how children are raised. And I wanted the mom. I want to gear there. I want to gear to. Now, what raise. if she would have
1: told you, you stay home and I'll continue to work?
0: I wouldn't have a problem with that if we were financially secure. But at the end of the day, I wanted I wanted our daughter to be raised by a parent or Because she was making more than you. Yeah, she was making more than me. She,
1: what if I I'd have been like, well, how about you stay home? Because I make more than you.
0: I mean, we, well, we could we could have had that conversation too. But I <laughs> wanted our daughter to be raised by mom, dad, or grandparents. I, I lived far out in Jersey, so the grandparents couldn't be there. So it was either gonna be only me or Gia. I didn't want a nanny raising raising a baby. I didn't want a babysitter. I didn't want any of that. We didn't want any of that. So we decided that, you know, Gear would stay home and I would work and if we had to cut certain things so we can afford that, that's what we did. And, you know, I think it was one of the best things that happened. If you look at Madison now, she's, you know, a, a sophomore at NYU, she's doing great, straight A's, she's running her, her own businesses and she has confidence like no other. So I think that mom raising her was well worth it, you know? That's my opinion.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What about you? If if your 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 boyfriend or your husband said, "Hey, you, you chill out. You stay at home. Let me take care of the bills. I want you to raise our child. Would you do it?
1: I actually dated somebody that wanted me to not work anymore. And you see, I'm not with that particular person anymore. But no, I feel like I've been working on my career for such a long time mm-hmm. that I can't see myself, you know, not working. And like what we do is very lucrative. And I like to kind of make money and do what I do. And it means a lot to me. And I'm also an entrepreneur with businesses to run. So... Yeah, I mean, I it's, it's a tough decision. I can't decision. see myself doing that because
0: if you did, if if you had a child and, and and like you said, you work, you travel, and I I think a lot of times if you can do it and you can afford, I think kids or babies being raised by their parents, you get a lot more loving, you get a lot more caring, you get a lot more teaching. I think it makes the difference in a lot of cases. A lot of people are not able to do it, but I do think if you are, I th- I think, I think it's beneficial.
1: I'll cut back on some stuff though. Right. <laughs>
0: Hello, who's this?
2: Hey, This is Kim.
0: Hey, Kim. Good morning. What's your thoughts?
2: Um, I honestly don't think that women should stay at home and take care of kids. I think that um, it's, a, it's a domineering thing that men have. I feel like if something were to happen, you get divorced. Having to start over, you got kids. Um, I see so many women like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. I don't have a job. My husband supported me. Um, I haven't worked in so many years. So, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. I just don't want to, if I was ever in that situation, um, I love my kids. I have two kids, but I would never want to have sole dependence on my husband um, to take and provide for us Mm -hmm. if something were to happen. I feel that. It's a
1: security thing. Like, just God forbid things don't work out. I don't want to feel like, damn, now I got to start. And I have seen that happen a lot, too.
0: Yeah, yeah question so when, when you when your uh kids were babies who took care of them when they when they were smaller
2: me and I'm divorced so like when I left I felt I was secure because I had you know I'm, I'm a teacher I have my own job they've always gone to daycare um I you know I scouted my daycares out so when I left I didn't feel like oh my god my life is over I have to what am I gonna do okay um, so when you when they
0: were babies yeah. you took them to daycare when they were babies yes yeah. Okay.
2: All right. Since since six weeks.
0: Wow.
1: Okay, and you're and you're you. grateful that you made the decisions that you made. I did. Mm-hmm. I am. I okay.
0: am. Okay, thank you, mama. You're welcome. Yeah. Damn, I'm gonna... <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Black from Miami. Hey, what's up, brother? Good morning. Hey, good morning, Angeli.
1: Good
0: morning.
2: Good morning, D A J and am Um mm-hmm. calling in about the topic. Um uh, when your maid is asking you to give up your way of, of living in, in to just completely, you know, fall behind them, they're going to hold everything down. That comes with a lot of trust, right? Because you got to trust that they're going to hold, 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 you down and you're not going to change, and interrupt the way you move in your lifestyle. Um, when they they, they become the, the breadwinner, the primary breadwinner, then sometimes feel like they can dictate what you can do, what you can't do, uh, what you can buy, what you can't buy when you had your own source of income and provision. You can move the way you want to move, you know, while still contributing to the, you know, to the whole.
1: Right. I feel but that. that.
2: Can change. Mm hmm. Okay. So I think trust is the biggest thing. You know, you got to trust that, hey, they got you and they're not going to let your lifestyle
0: suffer, <laughs> you oh. know, to do that. Okay. Well, thank you. 800 585 1051. We're asking, what's the question you? Need? Uh, we're asking what would you do if your
1: significant other wanted you to not work anymore to hold it down at home and take care of the
0: kids. All right. We'll take your calls when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
7: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh, my God, we've summoned something from this board. This
3: Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. 585 1051
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about something you ye's seen on Basketball Wives.
1: Mm-hmm. DJ Duffy and her fiance Iman. He wants her to not. And she was with it at first, but she missed being on the road, working as a DJ for French Montana. But he wants her to not work anymore. Here's what happened.
6: You got to sit down and think about that. You know, I mean, your family always going to be there. We support you, but you got to think about what you want to do. I mean, I want you to be home.
2: During COVID, me and Iman, we had some talks about me, maybe not DJing anymore. And I thought I was ready for that. But after sitting in the house for so long, I'm ready to get back out there. I miss the crowd. I miss the beats. I mean, Iman doesn't even turn up when I walk in the house saying, DJ, that be in the house. He just
6: looks at me like. Just, Just think about it. You know, have a game plan.
2: I don't know. You just gotta give me a little bit of time.
0: So we're asking eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Would you give up your career to take care of your baby if your husband or let's say your wife wanted you to do it? In uh, me and Gear's situation, um, thank God that I was a, we were able to afford it, and you know she stayed home. She gave up her career. She gave up her job to take care of Madison when Madison was a baby, and I wouldn't change it for the world. I mean, you hear so many horror stories about you know people bringing their babies to daycares or babysitters and. I just feel like, you know, when a baby's a baby, nobody's going to take care of that baby better than mom, dad, or, or grandma or grandpa. But some people, you know, can't do it. And I understand that. And I get it too. But if you have the choice, I would have stayed home. If Gia said, hey, no, babe, you stay home. I'm making more money at the time. You take care of, of Madison. but she was. I would have. But yeah. I think with, with Gia, you know, she knows Madison's a little baby girl. And there's no loving than a mom with, with with their baby, I I think. But let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This is Jazz. Hey, Jasmine, good morning. Good morning. Now, if your husband asked, would you stay home?
2: Um, Honestly, I I think that I would. Um, I can kind of see both sides with this because um, I work from home and I also go into the office kind of when I want to. So that's good that I'm able to be there with my eight-month-old daughter and mm-hmm. still see her grow up. Cause I feel like you really just can't trust anybody with your kids nowadays, um, family or not, and daycare as well is really expensive. Um, at the same time I do want to be able to make my own money. Um, I don't like anybody telling me how to spend my money or only give me a certain amount and just being able to accomplish the things that I have set in my life, you know, mm-hmm. going before and Get it is that I want to. That's something that I want to do. So I can see both sides of this. And I
0: do see, and like you see, you hear all these horror stories of, of babies and children being molested by uh, people at daycare places or, or, or family members, even. So right. yeah, I feel that. But I also would say, me personally, I do feel guilty sometimes. Like you know, Gia stayed home and she ne- she couldn't necessarily pursue her career to take care of the kids. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I do want to be able to accomplish the things that I have, you know, just setting an example for my daughter as well, so you're, I can definitely see both sides. You're in an
1: ideal situation, the fact that you get to work from home, because that affords you the luxury of being able to, and I know that's difficult too, working from home with a baby there, yeah. but, you know, that's a yeah. luxury to be able to do that.
0: Lily, good morning. Hi, good morning,
2: Envy. good morning, Angela.
0: Good morning. What's your thoughts, Lily?
2: Um, I think that if my partner makes enough to support the family and, you know, take care of the bills and still have money left over to, you know, have fun and do whatever we want, then yeah, I'll stay home. <laughs> I'll
0: stay I know
2: home that's home right. And I'm doing it next
0: <laughs> right. Okay. All so,
2: right. Thank yeah. you. But if not, if he do not then, you know, then there's a problem.
1: Now, would you be concerned about what if you guys broke up?
2: Um, I would still make myself secure that I could go back to my job. Like, I'm on maternity leave now for my job. So, okay. I can go back whenever I'm ready. That's good. And, you know, I mean, but
0: we have three kids. He ain't going nowhere near that house. Right. Thank <laughs> you. You know what it is. He <laughs> ain't going nowhere. Hello, who's this? This is LB from Detroit. Hey, what's up, bro? What up, dog? What up, dog? What's your thoughts?
2: Man, in this economy, everybody should be working in the house. They almost need to put the kids to work. Uh- <laughs> MVP have his kids work.
0: I don't got my kids uh,
2: work real though. Because if you make if you in middle class and you make no more than sixty thousand dollars a year, you can't afford to have a uh, um, a one income household, and then you can't afford daycare. So you know it's it's just a lose lose situation for anybody in any type of middle class, whether it's upper or lower middle class.
0: Yeah, and, and you know you you're absolutely right. I mean, daycare is so expensive. I, I think God. That Gia's mom was there that, to, to watch the babies. That my parents were there to watch the kids, and right. that Gia actually didn't work because daycare. To pay for daycare, you 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 need a salary to pay for daycare because it is expensive as hell. I pay,
2: I pay six hundred dollars a week for my kids to go to daycare.
0: Oh my goodness, that's
1: a that That's a, a whole nother mortgage. Yeah. yeah, and I will I, say I earlier, earlier on in life, I definitely made the decision like if I want to work and do these things, I don't really have nobody to help me. So I was like, and you could be with somebody, but, you know, nothing is guaranteed. You want to make sure everything is good and taken care of.
0: And think about it. You pay $30,000 a year on each kid for daycare.
2: Exactly. It's it's ridiculous. Inflation set in. So it's it's worse. groceries is high. Everything's high. So you can't really afford to have a one-income household.
0: Right. Okay, right Well, thanks for your call, brother. It's all right. Well, we got rumors on the way.
1: Yes, and let's talk about some of these Father's Day tributes that happened over the weekend because, you know, Father's Day was on Sunday.
0: All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Father's Day. It's
6: time. time, time. She's spilling the tea.
3: This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
1: Well, Moneybag Yo's family got him a huge billboard, and this was in Memphis, and they called him the world's greatest father, in addition to wishing him a happy Father's Day. It's a huge billboard. And he also put up a video of his story, and his stories uh, with audio messages from his kids who are very proud of their dad, and you can tell by the messages that they left, so shout out to him. He said, Mama and kids got me a billboard in the city. Love y'all. That's dope. Mm Mm-hmm. That is dope. It's a beautiful thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. And Kendrick Lamar, his fiance, shared a Father's Day tribute to him. Today, I am more than happy to celebrate the men in my life. I choose to celebrate them for stepping up instead of stepping out, for providing, for assisting us women, for healing, for showing up physically, and most importantly, for showing up emotionally in my life. I've witnessed a great majority of fathers run from their responsibilities. I now understand that they were running from their own pain, but children were left behind. And she said, I was almost 30 the first time I celebrated Father's Day, and it's still one of the hardest for me. I know there are many women like me. So, men, it's not as important for us to celebrate you as it is for you to celebrate you. Celebrate your contribution to the next generation. I am grateful for the men that are showing me a different picture. My lens was very narrow before, but not anymore. And then she said, Happy Father's Day at Kendrick Lamar and posted a picture of them with their two
0: children. That's dope.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Now, um, yeah, so, listen, we love talking about all of these Father's Day tributes. Now, you know, Nick Cannon got a whole lot of them.
0: (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) And I didn't didn't know young Jock had so many kids.
1: How many kids does he have?
0: He posted a picture. It looked like at least 13.
1: Now, two of, of Nick Cannon's children's mother trolled him on Father's Day. Abby De La Rosa, who has the twins with him and is expecting a third child, put a video on her Instagram stories of the two of them at a club. And the sign said he don't pull out. That's the sign the bottle service girl is brought out That's to funny. them. It's funny that Nick doesn't drink, but they're getting bottle service and she's pregnant. So,
5: <laughs>
1: all right. Uh, meanwhile, Brittany Bell, who has two children with him Golden, who's five, and Powerful, who is one, sent him a cameo video. And in that video, they're just counting uh, the numbers of kids. It says, Great dad, just slow down. And that is uh, from the social media star who sends messages where he counts numbers for birthday wishes, anniversaries, and more. So
0: I wonder what Nick does for Father's Day with all those kids, all those babies. What is what? What do you do?
1: I don't know. That's I a guess, lot of kids. See who you can, when you can.
0: <laughs> That's a lot.
1: All right, and Chris Brown, he's going to be on the next episode of Drink Champs. You can see that on Thursday, and here is the trailer.
2: have Oprah right here at your house. <laughs> but you picked the Y'allers. Yeah, for sure. You know, how do you get the record deal to start with?
7: Man, this was
0: a miracle. So I you sure. just want to finger pop for you the rest of your life. The shot is my brother man. But Shad be some tough <laughs> I'm just thankful that I'm I'm able to be consistent to an audience who doesn't uh
2: who doesn't kind of change their perspective on me due to my music. When you and Drake caught light skin beef, <laughs> 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 like, I
0: don't A lot of people don't know. Did he turn me down? First, but well, if now, that's, Swiss that's beats it. and Timberland call you tomorrow, facts on there, I owe a lot to that woman.
1: He's there, all right. Well, that is your rumor reports,
0: okay? All right, now, um, you ready? It's ready, rock and roll, of course, not yet. But you right. got a DJ, right? Shout out to everybody in Houston, again, that came out to the car show. I want to say I appreciate everybody that came through. The car show was amazing. We had over 16,000 people, so drop a bomb for that. No incidents, no problems. Just a lot of families, a lot of dads, on fathers. Day having a great time. Shout out to Trader Truth and uh, Lynn's Garage, who brought the city. If you ever get to Houston, go to Turkey Leg Hut. I wasn't a huge turkey fan, right? So I went there. I was like, I don't want turkey. But when I say it's probably one of the best spots I've been to, and I've been to damn near everywhere. So shout out to Lynn's Garage. I appreciate all the hospitality that you guys had for me. Uh, Also, shout out to uh, Slim Thug. Shout out to Bun B. Shout out to all the car clubs and everybody that brought their cars out. It It was just magnificent. Houston showed up. They showed out. And yeah, Houston got the title for the for that one. I mean, they should have. You this, knew that tell. was going to happen. Absolutely, but uh, they definitely. Plus, I feel it. like
1: they're way more known for cars.
0: I wouldn't say that, but they have a style of cars that's unlike no other. I mean, they had hearse with rims on. They got it.
1: a lot more space too out there. I'm
0: they do. Say. They do. So they really, really came. Home. I'm trying to think if New I. New York's a hard place to have
1: like amazing cars because the way the streets are made. Yes. The way we don't have driveways. Or yes. Garages. <laughs>
0: And also shout out to uh, Trent Williams who plays for uh, he plays in the NFL. He came out with like nine exotics. So everybody came out. Man, the city came out. It was just a great event. Happy Father's to all, uh, Happy Father's Day to all the fathers that came. We appreciate you. And the next one everybody's asking is of course is Atlanta. So Atlanta has the record with the most amount of people, and Atlanta has so many different styles. So that goes down July 9th. So if you want to get your car in the car show, you want to come on down to Atlanta july 9th get your tickets now i'm so excited about atlanta atlanta we're going to do something different we're actually going to put a roller skating rink in atlanta in the middle and have the cars set up around it like it's back in the day and it's like you know back in your old school where you can actually roller skate it's going to be the music and the cars and everything we're just trying to make the car show different so kids will be there we'll still have the games the rides. so if you haven't got your tickets just click the link in my bio check it out and the mix is up next let's go the
3: breakfast club your mornings will never be the same
1: Angela Yee here. The General Insurance is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. Switch to The General and you could save over $500. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc. and Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply.
0: It's DJ N D Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um... Before we get up out of here, a thank you again to everybody in Houston. I appreciate y'all so much. Uh, shout to the NRG Center and everybody over there. You guys really showed up. Um, let me let me get the names because they they treated me so well. So let me just shout them out. Uh, shout to Keith and April. Thank you so much. Uh, shout to the Blossom Hotel who uh, held us down to Mika, Randy, Lisa, and Kate. They were the hosting hotel and they made sure everything was perfect. Shout to Area Twenty Nine, which was a uh, one of the clubs I did. Uh, Eric and Chris, uh, shout to Bar 5015, uh, shout to Rise, uh, which is a rooftop bar, and shout to everybody at Sakai. Thank you guys so much, and of course, the people in Houston that came out, man. You guys showed up, and I appreciate you so much. Trader Truth, Lynn from Turkey Lake Hut, and his wife Slim, thank you, man. Turkey Lake Hut is amazing. One of the best restaurants I've ever been to when it comes to that food. Check it out if you ever go out there. Also, Bun B, I appreciate you, Bun the OG. Uh, Shout to to uh, Slim Thug, who came through. Am I forgetting anybody? Shout out to Trent Williams. Uh, anybody else am I forgetting? Uh, seven seven one eight Ash, thank you, brother. Uh, anybody else? Man, there was so many people that came and showed so much love. So I just want to say thank you to the whole Houston car culture. All right. Now, yeah, you got a positive note?
1: Yes, and you know, it is Caribbean Heritage Month, so this one is from Bob Marley. The greatness of a man or woman is not how much wealth he or she acquires, it's in his and her integrity and his and her ability to affect those around them positively.
7: Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought
3: in that moment, oh my God,